catch some years, sir. It's up to you. Well, I did last time. What's up, guys? We're going to do um, another stream today, right now, and every week now. So we got it all planned out. We're going to be continuing doing this because baseball is fun to talk about, and we have the time. So um, what shall we talk about first? Oh, man, there's so many things that just happened in the past week for baseball. I feel like that first round of playoffs just went so fast. Like It was upsetting how fast it went. Yeah, with the best of three series, like, you know, games were like, for example, the Dodgers, boom, done in two. Yeah. It was crazy fast. Well, I I personally didn't even expect half those series to go in two. I, um, we, we did betting, actually. Uh, and we'll I talk, won. Yeah, I won. you won. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it a little more, but... Uh, the betting was very uh, sad because I didn't think very many teams would win in just two games, where in the end, a majority of them did. Whereas I thought they would. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess we'll start with that. We'll start talking about how, uh, how our betting went. So our first round was we would get points. Uh, a point if you got the right team, a point if you got the right number of games. Um, so for a max of two for each series, so you could get 16 points. Uh, forecast ahead. He won nine. I only had four. Uh, it was it was very messed up. Oh yeah. <laughs> so for our first series, we had the with the Rays and the Jays. Um, I thought that the Jays might win in three. I I thought it, it was it was a lucky uh, kind of thing. I thought maybe they'll have a chance. Maybe they'll win one or two. Um, and at the very least, that the if the Rays won in three, I would get a point. Yeah, we're. But, being a little biased for the Jays, we were a bit hopeful and optimistic that they would uh, pull through and actually win. But I mean, that since was I had Jays in two, thinking I was very, very optimistic that they were going to win. Um, I got one point because you know Rays one and two, so you know that that two really helped me out there. Yeah, it, it definitely did help. Um, but now we know how flawed it is, and we will explain later how we're doing the next series because that showed really how flawed it was and how. We didn't do betting right, for sure. Yeah, no, we have a new point system for the next round, which we'll explain in a few minutes. Um, the second series was the Athletics versus the White Sox. Uh, we both thought it would, or no, actually, I was the only one that thought it was three games. He thought it was two. I was very happy with myself because it was the, one of the three-game series. So I ended up getting those points, and the White Sox were winning up until <laughs> I think it was one of the last three or four innings yep. and then they just collapsed and lost. So we each ended up getting a point because I bet White Sox in three, he bet A's in two. Which is surprising because I looked through a lot of reviews online and a lot of like expert and insiders had the White Sox winning and you know, it didn't surprise me at all. You know, the White Sox were a solid team throughout the year. I don't think seventh really resembles uh, their skill. No, not at like, all. At all. Like they took the A's like typically if you look at a ranking at seven to two, Two should, in theory, blow to seven. It's when oh, we get yeah, the 3v6 sure. or the 4v5 where it's, like, starting to get close. Um, I think that with the 2v7, I think that's one of the closest uh, 2v7 series we'll for have sure. probably all postseason. Yeah, I think one of the biggest reasons for that was how they decided to do the 1 through 8. Yeah. Because what they should have done was, even though that they're in the breakup between the AL Central, West, and East, they should have just made it that the eight best teams as a whole got the first through eight. Uh, eight seeds right rather than the one through three is the best from each division you know right on the wild card yeah and then the <laughs> same thing for the four to six it right wasn't a good way to do it right the wild card should be like the last few teams like struggling to get in whereas you're having teams that have better records in the wild card are ranked lower which is like how <laughs> yeah it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense especially because 
there were three amazing teams in the central, which is another thing we'll have to talk about afterwards, but there was three amazing teams. They were all within maybe I think two games of each other. They all had fantastic seasons. Uh, and yet they, you know, specifically the White Sox, they got the seven seed where, you know, they were better than, and this is another part to it. The Astros were the six seed, but they were worse than uh, the eight seed Jays by, I think it was three games. Yeah. The seven seed was up, up above them by five games, which was the White Sox. Right. So Honestly, they probably have to, re- I think, scramble it up uh, based on the records. I don't think that – you know, that's sports, though. Like, you look in the NFL where, like, that happens too. Not directly because you can have um, – I, I take the NFC, for example, whereas, like, Dallas and all that, and they're usually pretty bad teams. No offense to you Cowboys fans. Um, and you'll see them, like, getting in with, like, barely 500 records, whereas, like, there's teams in the wild card that are fighting it out being well above. I don't know. I think that – you, the wild card is good when done correctly. I don't think it was executed properly here, though. No, they they obviously if they want to continue doing the sixteen playoff series, they need to uh, tweak it greatly for sure. Um, so the next series was the three to six, three and six Twins and Astros. Um, we both thought the Twins would win. That one felt yeah. That series was disappointing. Definitely uh, had their buzzers out for that game or something. That's yeah, what happened. Yeah, it was very disappointing. And then Correa saying what he did was very dumb. Um, yeah, he's you know they didn't prove anything. They, it, nothing at all. You know, no. For a team that barely snuck into the playoffs, coming off of you know World Series a couple years back too, as well. It's like you know your team hasn't changed like that much with the exception of like you know Giles leaving and some other key players like going in and losing first round in a playoff that's expanded that's not showing anything at all if anything you should be like that's almost confirming the World Series uh they don't they didn't deserve to win it right yeah I don't think Correa was really in the right to say what he said yeah it was it was a disappointing series and it honestly I I watched all the the playoff games that were that were played so far and it was those two games were easily the least fun to watch. For sure, I enjoyed so many other games. Some I'll explain a bit later. <laughs> that they were genuinely some of the best games I've watched all year. Um, yeah, so Noah bet uh, in two, which he got a point because it was in two. I really okay. abused the two throughout he, this point. He did. It came in clutch. He did. He got he got a point in almost every single series. Um, I think there was only one series he didn't, and it was in the NL. I'll, right. I'll explain that one after. Um, so then the, the last one in the AL was the Indians and the Yankees. Uh, I bet the Indians, he bet the Yankees. That was the only one where we both thought that it would go to three because that felt like it should have been one of the toughest series to, to match up. Not yeah. just because they're the four and five, but yeah. because they genuinely were both great teams. They were both so even. I felt that it was like, you know, looking for player for player, you know, both teams had very strong points and very weak points. Um, I think that, you know, even though they are four and five and they are technically supposed to be the closest together, um, you know, I think that's really one of the only series we really disagreed on. Like, you know, it was it was tough to pick the winner. Um, it was more of a gut feeling trying to yeah, pick, for sure. whereas it was, there's a statistical analysis to it. Um, I don't know. That was series is weird. Um, we'll see what the Yankees do deep. I don't know if they have the depth to really excel throughout this no, playoffs. I don't think so either. Their pitching isn't strong enough. No. Um, like Cole showed up, which was 
very good for them, obviously, because that was one of the biggest worries I had was he, not that he struggled all year, but he didn't do nearly to the level that he paid for. No, his contract does not reflect his skill throughout this year. Yes, he was consistent, I would say, throughout the year, um, but... But not consistently great. No. I wouldn't say that. No, he was consistently a good pitcher, um, you know, some slips here, but then he had some, like, high performances. I thought in this first round of playoffs, he did pitch good. He did. Um, he definitely was living up to a bit of the hype there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for them, he's locked up for a while, and he's making some serious money. You know, good for him. Um, you know, I think for us, the postseason, if the Yankees want to go deep, Garrett Cole really needs to show up. Oh, yeah. And I I got to say, I'm extremely uh, upset about how Bieber just blew up. That was very, very upsetting. I was yeah. I had it fully prepared that he was going to dominate them, that the matchup between Bieber and Cole, it was going to be Bieber. You know, he had a fantastic year, and then – I guess, kind of like uh, some of the great pitchers like Kershaw, um, but that's not the same as this year. No, uh, Kershaw did good this year. He did, but like every other year, yeah, he kind of choked. Yeah, you know, uh, when the pitcher is full of injuries, um, it's hard. You know, the postseason is a whole new level. You know, what happens throughout the year, um, even though it was a shortened season this year, and it, for you know, I bet for some players it still feels like a regular season. It's probably hard to make that adjustment. It, uh, it happens so quick. Not to mention this first round went by so fast. Yeah. Um, you know, these players are having like a I assume probably a tough time adjusting. So, you know, these pitchers, um, they gotta put on their postseason mindset here. And, you know, it's do or die. Like these series are short. You have one bad outing and you know, you're screwed. And one thing I do wanna note is that I think the the idea that uh, the higher seed won all the or I think it's the higher seed anyway, won all of the uh, home games. Uh, that definitely made a difference, I think, because, you know, you had the Rays with the home game. You know, the Jays have been historically bad at Tropicana Field. They've never sure. been good. The You know, the Athletics, they – I'm pretty sure it was at the uh, the uh, Ace Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Uh, they, and they won the – you know, I feel like the Astros – I, I don't know why they I'm pretty sure they played in uh, Minnesota, but it felt like they played in um, Houston. Whenever I think, whenever <laughs> I keep thinking about it, I keep thinking they won or played there. Baseball is the only sport where home field advantage is not just about the fans. Oh yeah, for sure. no way because you know you know we look at hockey, the rink's the same dimensions. Football, the the yard lines, hundred yards deep. Um, soccer, same. Basketball, same. It's all the same except for baseball. Except for baseball. You know, you got like different, like, you know, you got your distances, wall heights, um, even simple things like your dugout style, where your bullpen is. You know, in Tropicana sure. Field, it's one of those fields where you got your bullpen at the side where like the foul ball boy like is usually at. Like, yeah. just like weird things like that, especially with such a mental game like baseball. You know, I don't I don't think the fans actually play as big of a factor than a lot of people no. think. It's no, the I really stadium. Don't think so. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, and you could kind of see it in some series that we'll talk about now. For example, the Braves versus the Reds, um, kind of skipping over a series there, but we'll talk about this one first. Um, I fully expected the Reds to actually have a very good fighting chance. And the first game yeah. really, really showed that. Their pitching is fantastic. Uh, I think I would argue to say the Reds have the best pitching in National League. I would argue to say that, um, you know, different teams have different parts of their, uh, 
different parts of their pitching is fantastic. Like the Brewers have easily the best bullpen for sure. The you know the Dodgers have a great starter. Their you know, their rotation is really good. Yeah, it's super dominant. But the Reds, I think they got it all around. Their batting is just a little bit of an issue. Yeah, if you'll notice a common strand, we're big on consistency. Consistency wins games. You know, you don't need to blow out a team or pitch, you know, a zero-run game to win. If you're For consistently sure. good from top to bottom of order, your pitch, you know, your starter can come in. Say you only throw six innings. If you got consistently good relievers, you know, you put in two relievers, then you have your closer coming in for maybe an inning, inning and a half. It's all about consistency. You know, you can have your lights-out pitchers. Um, but at the end of the day, they're only good for, you know, one game, especially as a starter. Uh, whereas you're going to have three or four more people pitch before he pitches again. So unless you have, you know, a solid core of pitchers that are all around consistent, you're not going to win ballgames. Yeah, exactly. I actually, I made a comment on Twitter where a guy was talking, uh, he was talking trash about Hyun Jin Ryu, which I get it. I get it. People don't really like, like him that much. He's only really had last year and this year where he showed dominance and they're like, you know, he's, he's a three pitcher. Like, you know, he's not, he's definitely not an ace, things like that. The Jays don't need an ace. No team really needs an ace. It's great to have one, but I think in reality, like you said, consistency. If you have, uh, if you have like three or four twos or three or, f- or five threes, that's perfectly fine. You don't, you just don't want to have like, you know, your first two or your first three pitchers be, you know, average to above average, and then your last two be, you know, crap. Yeah, it's the total Billy Bean, you know, money ball kind of mindset there. Where like you don't need like these insane players, you know. You take all these stats and you can condense them into like honestly, it's still a money game. Like you know, the Yankees and Dodgers just—it seems like they have inf- like infinite money, which is like, crazy to think <laughs> because uh, I looked at the Dodgers payroll not that long ago. They're not even paying they're, that. They're much. smart with their money. They are extremely smart because a lot of their guys are on—they're uh, on, they're on uh, either veteran contra- contracts or they're on. Um, the, the rookie contracts like right. Bellinger's on his rookie contract. He's got like five more years, four or five, something like that. Walker Bueller's on his rookie contract. You know, some of the best players, the only people they're really paying money for is like Jansen, uh, Kershaw, and they're not even paying that much. And then that's obviously, but yeah, they paid up for he's him. more than worth it. For sure. Like, you know, you're going to have, I'm not, we're not saying that you can't just not play, pay for big players because without a big player, you're just going to be mediocrely good. You need that guy to take a stance, you know, that, that one-run ball game, you know, that 3-2 count, it's really going to execute under pressure. Um, and that's when you do pay up for those Mookie bets, those Mike Trout-type players. Um, but the core of your team needs to be consistently good to back up those players so they and aren't that's worn why out. See, and that's why we see the Angels be as bad as they are. Yeah, they have, what, Justin Upton and, like, literally Albert Pujols, you know. They're, Soaking up money. Yeah, they're just draining <laughs> their funds, you know, with the recent departure of Simmons. I mean, that'll free, them up, free up a little bit. If you're going to re-sign some of these players, it's like, oh, where is your team going? Well, I think Pujols is done either this year or next year. Yeah, he's um, ancient. I'd hope so. Well, you know what? He's a Hall of Famer. I'm not going to I'm not gonna sure. take that away from him. He, is, he was fantastic. Just, yeah, it shouldn't. they shouldn't have paid for that much. They should have known yeah. he would have regressed. Yeah, you know, um, every big player, especially with that position, you know, you look at David Ortiz and, like, some of those bigger type players, um, usually they're – Usually their peak careers are short, but I found with David Ortiz, he did last a lot longer than I think a lot of people expected him to. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Both a player like Pujols, whose pretty much job is to just hit home runs and hit the ball deep, you know, just a little bit goes off to him, you know, his career's done because it's not like he can make it up in his speed. 
not or his fielding or any of these other key aspects where a lot of players, you know, they struggle unless uh, they excel in another. His main key is to hit bombs. Yeah. If you can't do that, then yeah, exactly. you're kind of useless. So back to the uh, the betting. So uh, I never actually – we were talking about the Braves and Reds. We never actually right. say said what we bet. Uh, we both thought it would also go to three games. This one felt like a three-game series. It wasn't, which sucks. Um, yeah. And, again, it was another series where I did terrible. Um, I bet Reds in three. He bet Braves. Braves won. Yeah. Um, now, this was actually – we'll talk about the Dodgers and Brewers. This was the only one that we got – that one of us got both correct. Obviously, that was him because I did terrible. Uh, he gets the, <laughs> the Dodgers in two, although – had I been able to choose first, I would have also chose Dodgers in two, but I had no choice because he chose it first. Right. Uh, so I had to pick Dodgers in three. Um, Brewers stood no chance. I'm sorry, Brewers. You know, Yelich has been terrible all season. Uh, you you know, and then the, you had the news that uh, Devin Williams, he got injured. Uh, I don't know if it was during game one or if it was before, just before game one. Uh, I can't remember, but he, anyway, he got injured, so he couldn't play game two. So that, not that it really mattered. Right. Um, and then with the whole format of our pickings was one person would go first, pick theirs, and then the other person would, is not allowed to repeat. So where I picked the Dodgers in two, um, I knew Christian wanted Dodgers in two. I think that was the first series that, I that picked was, two. Yeah, it was. It was a given. You know, Brewers, you're, okay, you need a lot of work. You can't, Yelich is an unbelievably good player when he's playing good. Last year, excellent, year. excellent season he had last year. Oh, for this sure. year, you know, not as much. It's garbage. <laughs> it, it's crazy how bad he was this year, and it's not saying that he's a bad player because he genuinely like he no he's the way he transformed player. from Miami to you know to Milwaukee. It, I, I you don't see players doing that. No, that yeah, kind of transformation is incredible, especially with Miami. I feel like any player that leaves Miami just instantly downhill career. Like you know, like John Carlos Stanton. John Carlos Stanton. He is a Miami player. Oh, for sure. I will only see him in a Miami uniform. You yeah. know, the Yankees. Uh, I think they ruined his career. You know, I that is also from a bias that we hate. I, I hate the Yankees at least. I don't hate the Yankees. I just think that they have money, which makes it unfair. Although I'm perfectly fine with that because they haven't made the world series in 10 years. So suck it. <laughs> yeah. For all you Yankee fans out there, stop, get off the bandwagon, you know, pick an actual team that you're not just following for Aaron judge or John Carlos Stan or just literally any of your insane players. They're great, but they're too injured. It's yeah. Too much. This, it's too much. Like, can we, I don't remember any a time where their whole team was like healthy. Cause you know, you no. look, even you go back a few years when you had Derek Jeter and a rod and like CC Sabathia, you know, CC Sabathia went off because of his pine tar incident with the ball. Yeah. Uh, A-Rod was, like, doping or whatever. <laughs> and then Derek Jeter, you know. He okay. aged. He aged. Yeah, I mean, he, he just got old. So, Yankees, you're just paying money for nobody to play. So I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, and, like, even the past couple of years, they've had so many injuries. Last year was extremely injury-ridden. They I don't had, remember seeing Judge or Stanton playing ever. <laughs> I think I can remember. Uh, it was the funniest thing. Stanton played. He played a few games at the beginning uh, of the season last year, and then he got injured. And then he came back during the Jays series. It was a fun series to watch because mm -hmm. he played one game. Halfway through the game, he got injured after right. he hit a home run. Yeah. And then he didn't play for the rest of the season. So he played like, I don't know, I think it was like 20 games. Yeah. Come on. And you're paying him, you know, supersized money. Yeah. It's like you're paying players to play for, you know, I find baseball is like, uh, the team's never healthy. You know, you look at the Jays this year. You look at the injury. Like, Tay Oscar was injured. Giles went down at the beginning of the season. Um, uh, Bichette was injured. Um, 
the list goes on and on and on. And like baseball is not like a serious contact sport. Like it's all Tommy John, but Tommy John's pitcher related anyways. And And then there's strains, sprains, you know? Yeah. It's like uh, you're going up swinging the bat and it's like, Oh, you know, I'd like to see these players in any sort of contact sport. Oh, they wouldn't. It's like soccer almost. It's probably worse. I don't know. Yeah. That, that's what kills me about baseball is the, the minor injuries that go way too long. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, it just kills it. But anyways, back to our yeah. <laughs> we keep going off on tangents. Oh well. Um, so we got the Cubs and Marlins. This one was definitely one of the biggest shocks. Um, but you know what? I'm yes. impressed. I'm impressed. Good for Miami. Um, yeah. yeah, they did fantastic. Um, we both bet Cubs. We both we bet Cubs. Yep. This this was the series he lost all points because I bet Cubs in two, so I got two points. He bet Cubs in three. Didn't get any. All right, so, rub that in more, I guess. Yeah, I will rub it in all the way. Your four points, all yeah. right. Woohoo, four points. Start counting them. <laughs> oh, yes, I will on one hand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a fantastic series. Sixto looked great. Um, Darvish looked great until they left him in just a little too long. Yeah. Uh, you could see he was starting to get worn down, so I don't know why they didn't pull him. Um, you know, David Ross, I, I understand why he wanted him to continue, but it wasn't really a smart idea. Um, I guess it's just they didn't want to use their bullpen because they don't have a fantastic bullpen. Um, and then the final series was the Padres and Cardinals. Neither of us thought the Cardinals would win. Uh, they didn't win. No. Nope. But uh, it was a fantastic series to watch. The, it was the first, no, second game. It was like, oh, what was it? It was 11-9 to for the Padres, but it was a fantastic game to watch. Easily the best one so far. Um, you know, you got two home runs from Tatis Jr. You got two from... Um, Shoot, who was it? Was it Grisham? No, no. Oh. Myers, Myers. Yeah, Will Myers, and then you had one from Machado and Machado's know. bomb. You know that was kind of a clutch hit. You know, it was really needed to set the tone for the rest of the game. Um, I thought Tatis played amazing. It was a fantastic game for you him. You know, he just kind of proved to everyone that he's legit. He's a legit oh, yeah. player. He's coming into the league and uh, young guy. Was he in contention for like rookie of the year? I believe. Uh, no, that was last year. Um, okay, so was he? This year, he's in contention for the MVP. Uh, it's between him and Freeman. I don't <sighs> think he'll win it because Freeman was a little more consistent. Yeah, Freeman was batting I think three forty one this year. Yeah, the season because he was just he just came up short of uh, the NL batting title. Who went to uh, uh, Juan Soto? Uh, he was batting like three fifty, I think, something like that. Yeah, three fifty, three sixty, somewhere around there. I can't couldn't be bothered to remember that number no um but yeah it was it was definitely a fantastic year for him one of the things that i thought was um i originally worried about him because i didn't think he was going to be fantastic just because his bat was there that was known from the start you know i mean he's got a dad who hit two grand slams in an inning come on (laughs) you know he's got to have a good bat so but i was always worried about his fielding his fielding was a worry that i had had from the start just because um this is, it was put in my head. I watched a video where um, he they were talking about how he makes great hard plays. So, you know, you got those like 5% chance plays where, you know, not very many players, typical players would be able to reach it and he makes it, but then he can't do those plays that are like 80, 90% that most players should be able to do. He was struggling and making errors for no reason. Yeah, it's not like a broken flashy. record. Consistency is key. Oh, yes. Consistency. I guess I guess that should be uh, you know the title just consistency. Just consistency, is key. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so he bet the Padres in three. So the the two the top two um, in the NL West he get he gets two points for each. He was 
very right on that. I guessed in two because I thought the Padres were fantastic. But yeah. then the Cardinals went and won game one. Um, I think that was a shock to a lot of people. You know, the Cardinals are a solid team. Uh, you know, had the at the beginning of the year, they had some COVID issues. Um, I think what were they the only like team to really get shut down for like quite a while. It was them and the Marlins. Them and the Marlins. Well, the Marlins. Florida. Okay, that makes sense. But like Missouri, St. Louis, I don't know. It's kind of a weird spot to have it. But I mean, you know, they had some issues. The battle back. I was surprised they won game one. You know, good for them. I really like the Cardinals. I think they have a great history. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I am so sad. I don't know if you saw Bob Gibson died yesterday. Yeah. I, I loved Bob Gibson. I watched a bunch of um, old documentaries on him. I watched yeah. a bunch of his old games, like, you know, grainy-ass footage. But it was <laughs> he was genuinely fun to – like, and even just looking at his, you know, his records and all that kind of stuff, yeah. he was a fantastic player. For sure. And now he's gone. The Cardinals have lost so many greats in the past. Like, they lost Lou Brock. They lost Bob Gibson. Who's next? Uh, I don't, really. don't want to think about it. No. Um, back to the Dodgers, though. Did you see the highlight? Uh, Kershaw, you know? I think he, like, would he walk a guy or a guy got a single? I forget who it was. Or I forget what happened. Uh, then the manager was calling into the bullpen. Kershaw was, like, waving him off. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm not going down yet. Um, comes back, and I think he puts, like, what, two strikeouts, ends the inning, and he's just laughing. He's like, yeah, they're not pulling me out yet. I'm playoff. He's yeah. back. Oh, he's back. He had, what, 14 strikeouts? It was fantastic. Yeah. He, he was – oh, man. I hope this is the year that everybody just shuts up about him because he – I don't get why people are like, oh, because he's bad in the postseason. He's not as good as people think he is because he is good. And he, well, he's, he's, amazing. Easily, he's easily the best pitcher of this generation. What pitcher doesn't struggle? Like, name a pitcher who's been consistent the whole way through who's just clutch. You know, I look back when we got David Price off of uh, – what was it, the Tigers? The, or, uh, no, the uh, Red Sox. No, it was Tigers. 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 Then he, he went, went to the Red, Red Sox, Sox. Yeah. right. You know, when we got David Price, you know, he pitched one – his opening game was unbelievable. And then he was garbage for us. Like, he was just useless, you know. And then people will still think, oh, yeah, David Price was an excellent pickup. It's like, he had one good game. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're useless. Like, you just cost us games by the end of it. Um, every pitcher struggles. Kershaw, you know, postseason has not been your specialty, and that's where you need to be good. I think he really – I think he really turned some heads. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he, um, he definitely did a great job with that game, though. That was – that was great to watch. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're going to go into our betting for this next uh, round of series. Um, so they're best of fives. We got right. in, in the ALDS, we got the Rays versus Yankees. We got the Athletics versus Astros. And then we got in the NLDS, we got the Dodgers versus Padres and the Braves versus Marlins. First thing I want to set up with all this, there were seven teams out of the 16 <laughs> in the playoffs that were from the Central. Uh, divisions on the Either American side. League and National League. None of them got in. None of them. The yeah. only team that wasn't a central team that didn't make it was the Jays. But <laughs> but so now every single playoff series is uh, an in division kind of in house uh, thing. You know, you got in the ALDS, you got the uh, American League East versus American League East, American League West versus American League West, and then the same thing in the Central's is not making a presence this year. Yeah, not at all. And I mean, it's kind of crazy to think that even even with that happening that none of the uh series is like a nl west versus nl east or something it's right east it's, east west west yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny which makes it exciting because that means they've all played each other 10 times already right rather than being there know, is some history coming into these games and for sure i think you're gonna see some like you know you go back to korea and what he said and you know, you, you kind of seeing the evolution of like a type of bat flip, you know, the selfies that they were taking. 
uh, I think you really see uh, something change, especially with the amount of emotion these teams have built up all year. They haven't had oh, a yeah. chance to really discover other teams. It's like they've played each other so much this year. A sixth of their games have been against each other. So and I think the, and the great thing way. here too is that uh, three of those series they've had a th- or three of the matchups they've had uh, strong tension. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as strong as the A's and the Astros. Yeah. When, you know, Laureano uh, charged at, um, I don't know what his name was, Citron or something? Yeah. Citron? I don't know. Something like that. Anyway, he um, that it'll be exciting to see the, uh, with all the tension of all these series. The only one that doesn't really have it is the Braves and the Marlins. That one just, yeah. that one's going to feel fun because, you know, you got Acuna and, and, uh, then you got uh, the Marlins are just a fun team to watch as well. For sure. Um, the point we're changing. Okay. So we changed up the points a lot this series because we found with the last series, it was very much so 50 50. And that picking a team is much harder than getting lucky on the number where, you know, I kind of won, but like I had a lot of teams. So for this series, we're going to do five points if you pick the team right. And then we've kind of mixed it up. We've kind of really complicated it. And don't worry if it gets confusing because it was confusing for like 20 minutes for me. Yeah. We, we think we have it now. So we're going to do five points for the team. And then uh, if you get the series number dead on, you get four points. Uh, since this is best of five, the max you can be out is two games. Because uh, obviously you're not going to pick a team that went in two because they, they need to win three. Or, or like in six or something. You know? Yeah, it's, it's best of five. Yeah. So five points for the team, four points if you're dead on. So say, uh, say the Rays win in, I don't know, four, and you pick Rays in four. You get nine points because you're dead on. Uh, two points if you're one off. Uh, so say you get the series, you get the team right, uh, and then you know you're one game off. Say you had in four, and actually happens in five. Uh, you get two points, and then one point if you're two games off. So say you guess in three, but it actually happened in five, or vice versa. Uh, you get one point. That's really confusing. We're in the same boat. We're just gonna go with it. Yeah, we're just trying to figure it out. So the max points you can get is 36 because there's four series and Hold by know, by nine. Yeah, you can get by nine. Uh, definitely not going to happen. No, neither, <laughs> yeah, of us no. are, neither of us are getting 36. If I break 20, I think I'll be happy. Even 15. It's going to be tough. <clears throat> yeah, I was actually, I was very impressed that he got uh, more than half the points available uh, in the first round. I got a quarter. So, but that was just because I, I, for some reason, all the teams that I chose decided to suck. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tears. Since you lost, you know, tears. benefit of, you know, the loser. I'll let you go first. Oh, thank you. Oh, and we must also mention um, two different things before we start. Sure. Um, what the prizes were. So last round, uh, the prize was that... Coffee for a month. It is awesome. Yeah, Cash coffee for a month. first one right here. Yeah, coffee for a month, you know, in the next four podcasts. He's getting one every single time. Um, and then this time it'll be... Uh, I believe we decided it was the shot glasses. I think so. We I believe so. So, you know, we're not, we're not doing anything expensive, you know. We're, it's not like we're, we're university we're, kids. We don't have money. <laughs> we're, we're broke students. Yeah. But we decided um, on the MOB shop or Fanatics, whichever one you'd rather use. Any of these like um, MOB websites that are yes, yeah. whatever. They got um, they got shot glasses for four four or five dollars each, and we were going. What we were going to do is whoever gets the most points will get uh, the four shot glasses of the four teams that won. Yeah. Um, so, like, say the Rays, Astros, Dodgers, and Marlins, whatever you know, something like that. Obviously, Marlins. Eh? Yeah, yeah. I see how your picks are lining no, up. No, that <laughs> looks like I'm getting shot glasses. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay, and then that was the first thing. The second thing is I did make one other bet, not with him. I made one with <laughs> with Braden. Uh, he was witness to it, so he knows that it happened. Um, I we had a running joke. He loves the Pirates. 
I I don't hate the Pirates. Don't get me wrong. I just know they They're suck. Just garbage. I just I just know they suck. You have Josh Bell, and honestly, that's about it. And he was bad this year, so it wasn't yeah. it wasn't helping them. They had some great pitching, though. I was very impressed with their pitching. I made a bet with five games left in the season to him that if they won twenty games, then I would buy him a coffee, just one coffee, right? Because it's not it's just a minor bet. And we're Canadian, so yeah. I mean, coffee is like key to life. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so. So we made that bet, and the caveat with that was that they were—they only won 16 games in 55, so five games left. They needed to win four. It got really stressful because they won. They started playing good. <laughs> yeah, they won. Uh, I think it was they won three straight, mm-hmm. and then they lost the last two or something like that. Came out literally the last game. It was the last game, and they were they were winning for a good bit. Uh, it was like six to two or something like that, and then. Thank gosh for Cleveland. That's also why I bet on them earlier because they decided to, you know, go into pound town against them and they won by like three. Probably threw you off, you know, being the Pirates. <laughs> oh, a, yeah. A little misdirection of them coming in. <laughs> and a little background on this kid. You do not want to lose a bet to Braden because no. he will never let it down. No. no Even no. if it's just a coffee for the next year, he'll just bring it. Oh, you remember when I got that coffee? Oh, This yeah. game was actually quite stressful. It was very it was very stressful. I was very worried that I was going to, uh, you know, lose a bet to someone who – and he doesn't follow baseball as much as I do. And I felt very strong about it, especially because, you know, the pirates were facing Cleveland for right. three games. And then they were facing, I don't even know who they were facing, to be honest. I don't, um, but it had to be a pretty much a winning team because seven teams in the NL. Oh wait, no, I think they were facing the the Royals. Nonetheless, doesn't really matter. Um, I ended up winning that one. So now I get a free coffee and you know, he gets four. So it's pretty nice. Okay, so now on to the actual uh, the division series. Um, and where I get to go first, I'll pick the uh, series, and then he picks uh, in that series as well. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start off by doing the uh, the A's and Astros. Oh, wow. That's, okay. that's going to be my series first, and I'm definitely going to say that the uh, the A's are going to win in four. That's my that's my bet. And I, just letting you know, I'm uh, keeping track it on this. You definitely can't see it because it's bright, but yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing it down on this, so... I think A's in four. Sure. Hmm. Do they have their buzzers out this game or what? I'm going to kick the trash can ever so often. I don't know. Um, A's in four. That's actually a good bet. I felt that one. It felt, it felt Mm. right. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Um, the White Sox played so good against the A's. Uh, I don't know if the, I don't know if I should be optimistic on the Astros here. I don't know. This is this is tough. I don't, I don't it like is, this at it all. It is tough. Asian four tough. is an excellent guess. Um, you know, I'm gonna go Astros in four. You really think Astros in four, huh? Yeah, I I think so. This is a pure instinct guess. Uh, my instincts are probably way off on this one. You know, the A's are <laughs> quite good, and the Astros are not. Um, this is a tough series, anyways. I'm just gonna throw something out there. This is trying just fishing for points. Oh yeah, and especially because I get to pick the next series. The thing I worry about as well is for the A's. This is the only downside: is Matt Chapman's out. Not that he he didn't have a great year, but he's out for the season. You know, right? So um, they're missing their key. Player. All right, let's have a look here. So you got Braves, Marlins, Dodge, nope. Dodgers, Padres, and Rays, Yankees. Okay, all hard series. Well, not all hard series. No. So I'm a big Dodgers fan in the NL. I'm going to go Dodgers and Padres. Um, I got the Dodgers winning in four or five. I don't know, though, because the Padres played excellent. Um, I'm going to take Dodgers in four. You're going to take Dodgers in four? Yeah. 
I'm gonna take a hot take. I'm gonna say Padres in five. <laughs> I don't. I okay. want the no. Listen, don't get me wrong. I want the Dodgers to win. I want them to win. So that's bad. why you picked the Padres because with your yeah. luck, it'll probably reverse. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. I got that. Right. <laughs> right. So it, it's it's unfortunate, but I do see. It's not. You can't say it's an upset because the Padres were like the second best team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't have the second most wins. The Rays did, but. To me, they're the second best team. They definitely showed as if they were a second best team. For sure. Uh, so it was you said Dodgers, Dodgers in four. four, and I said Padres in five. So that's a guess and a half. I have to say. Yeah, I uh, guess that makes up for my Astros guess. So. Yeah. Well, I think um, you have a bit more luck with that one, though. I'm I, really fishing for a point there. Yeah, I'm worried. Uh, I'm worried about mine, but I, I feel like that series is going to go at least – it's going to be five, I feel, either way. I guess I'll choose the easiest one, and we'll leave the hardest one for last. Um, I'm going to take the Braves and Marlins. Um, <laughs> okay. I want to be hopeful, but I really, really uh, am not feeling that. I'm not feeling hopeful at all. Um, I don't. Th- I'm going to start off by saying I don't think that any team's going to win in three. I don't think – Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think any any of these is going to be a sweep. It's too too tight for most of them. This one would probably be the one that would be closest to a sweep, but I still don't think it will. Um, I'm going to so say Braves in four. Uh, I'm going to say Braves in four. If, that hurts. I, I like that guess a lot. Yeah, it feels it just feels right. Um, all right, so for you. Okay, so Braves, obviously, and it's three or five. Um, you know, I do what I just said. I don't think any series is going to sweep. I don't think that there's going to be any sweeps. I'm going to say three only because I think it'll be closer to happening. Okay, so I guess it's like four is dead center. It's not like it's a best of seven where I can really, like, venture out. And yeah, pick four, it five, six, seven. So, like, regardless if I pick three or five, I generally, gen, genuinely believe it'll be a four. Um, but I think maybe it's a bit more chance for a sweep. I don't you know. You think it's a bit more chance? So Rather than going three? five. Yeah, I think it's better guess. All right. So now it's you on the Rays and Yankees series. I don't even want to guess on this one. Um, it's upsetting because I, I see it as the Rays are um, – they are kind of even – They I think they're the most consistent team, as we've been saying, consistency. But um, is that enough? Because they're not consistently a superstar. They're just consistently average to above average. Whereas the Yankees can be, like, awful – you, or seen it before. Be or they can be amazing. So it's like, what kind of series are we going to have? But you know, the key to the show is consistency. I think I want the Rays. You want the Rays, and what in? It's not going to be three. That's a guarantee. Yankees are going to win games. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know if I should pluralize it, but they'll definitely win one game. Uh, four or five is honestly. I'm going to quote you on that. <laughs> so that's, that's, that the Yankees are going to win games. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, nope. I don't want to be quoted on that at all. That's not on the record. I think I'm thinking in four. In four? Yeah. I don't think it'll be a total. There's going to be games going to five. There's going to be series going to f- um, five games. And I'm just, yet. I'm just not willing to venture out and pick that one. The series that's going to happen. I think you are, though. There's only one series, and I'm not going to continue that trend. I was the only one that picked uh, a thing in five, and that was the Padres. I'm not doing uh, anybody in five. I think it'll be the Yankees in four. Wow. Because uh, like like we said, it, it feels like it's an even series. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's hard to say. <laughs> the fact that we don't think that it's so even that somebody's going to win three games before an, another team wins even two. Um, 
definitely makes it look like we don't think it's fully even, but I assure you, it does feel very even. Yeah, I don't think the rankings really – I don't think they justify how close these teams are. You know, the, the Yankees have some serious talent on their team, assuming they stay healthy. Oh, yeah, know? for sure. That's kind of the Yankee trend is I find it's where good players go to die. Um, you see tons of players going there, and they just you know die off. You don't hear about them anymore. Like yeah. Edwin Encarnacion. Do you hear about that guy anymore? No. Where is he? Well, he's a, well. Okay, he got signed for one year, twelve million, because he had a fantastic year with the. Uh, he was with the Mariners for a little bit, then he went to the. He's a journeyman now. It's sad because he I was know. fantastic. Um, and then he went to the White Sox, right. um, where he did trash this year. So I don't know that he's going to have much of a contract. He's getting older. I think he's, uh, thirty-eight. That's where the Yankees were players go to die. Um, you don't hear about him anymore. Like John Carl Stanton was such a big face. I got the pleasure to see him in Cincinnati against the Reds. It was Votto versus Stanton. One of the best games I've ever seen. Um, and you know, Stanton, he is really cool to see in person. You know, I think with his figure being like so big, it does not, doesn't do justice. No, like you, you have to compare him to judge. They're both so similar. Um, that it's it's so cool. It, it doesn't do justice TV or anything to see how no. big Stan is. And I hate to say it, but I think the Yankees just ruined his career. Even though injuries cannot be controlled by which team, I think it's just a vibe that when you go to New York, it's yeah. like your career is ending. But the the thing, and I and I get why um, why they go there though, not just because of the money, but it's a great market. It's a prestigious team and a fan, yeah, and a fantastic market. You know, they got they got all the. You know, they got the publicity there. They got the, you know, they got all the fans. That's the history. Like, yeah. I think everyone, any baseball fan, if they go, if, you, okay, if you're going to any ballpark and you got ballparks on your list, number one, probably Fenway. I think number one or two, um, there are some serious ballparks up there. Uh, I think Fenway is definitely up there. It could just kind of purely because of the monster. Uh, and then Yankee Stadium is like, I would say, super high. It's I mean, super high. Wrigley right. Field, obviously, the historic. Great American. Stadium. Right, there's some really good like fields up there, but I think that Yankee Stadium, you know, just walking in a diamond and just kind of opening up and seeing it, it's just like a, a whole new level. And I think oh, yeah. a lot of players gravitate towards that. A lot of the AL East um, stadiums are really, really nice. The only one that I'd say I'm not huge on is, like I said before, Tropicana. Oh, yeah, that's just garbage. <laughs> it's easily one of the worst, but then you know the, the other four are, I'd say, above unique. average. They're all unique. Know, I, I I love seeing the Yankee Stadium. It's 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 a fun one to watch. The only thing I don't like is the uh, the right side, the right field, a little too short. Yeah. But, but, I mean, what can you do, right? Um, Fenway is fantastic. Camden Yard, oh, my gosh, I love Camden Yard. It's fun It's fun to watch any game there. Yeah. Um, even the Rogers Center, um, I would say it's probably the lowest out of those four just because it's um, – Some Okay, so baseball, basic. baseball is – okay, it hurts to say this. Baseball is America's game. We have hockey, but baseball, you know, there's nothing better than going to an American ballpark, getting that American kind of feel like that's their pastime. That's oh, like, yeah. that's their thing. Um, you know, I don't think that the Rogers Center really has offered that being like, I, I can't speak for you, but I'm just assuming you've been to quite a few games there. Yeah, at least I've, I've been a fair amount. Yeah, so have I. And it's like, you know, it's super cool. Uh, it's definitely different. It's very blue. Uh, I find uh, it's Re- like overwhelming the and, and uh, you know overwhelmingly blue. You know, they got the hotel right in the outfield. I don't think any other stadium has that. Uh, Maybe I don't know. I'm not sure. And then you know the whole retracting roof. That's cool. CN Tower looking. It has so many cool features. It's just missing that vibe. 
It feels basic to me. <laughs> Base basics, right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's not basic, but it is basic. It's yeah. weird. It has so many cool elements, you know. The field itself is basic to me oh. because it's like it's like they used a ruler. Um, they made it so that it's because if you look like we were talking about earlier, all the different fields are, you know, you got different dimensions. Like I said, they're just a minute ago. The Yankees uh, right, right field, field, it's it's really close in. The 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 Boston left field is very high up, so it ends up being like almost variation. Yeah, right. The Rogers Center is even, like it's exactly even. Yeah, you know, it's symmetrical, all that kind of stuff, and it not that it ruins the game. It just makes it so that it's. I don't know. I, it, it's just boring. Like, it's, it's not like, oh, man, like, we're going in, like, you know, these lefties are really going to dominate hitting to yeah. a shortened side or righties, like, or being a pitcher's ballpark. It's very neutral. It doesn't have its variation. The elements of the stadium are different, and it's cool. But the actual field, I think, I believe it's AstroTurf, too. Yeah. So there's no, like, you can't even get your, like, designs and, like, how the field looks, like your lawn cuts. Yeah. It's just simple. Yeah. I, I've and always it, been, an, like, an advocate for grass. Um I think turf is cool. It makes everything even, but the grass almost brings a humanity aspect to it that there's going to be like, you know, weird bounces. There's going to be these odd things. And I think that's, I think that's part of the game. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? I think that's, um, I don't think there's too many teams that have the Astro turf. And I think it's for that kind of reason is Mm -hmm. that it, the players like the feel better. It, it, you know, it makes it more kind of interesting just to see, because sometimes the ball can hop differently on that. Um, oh, for sure. You know, it it makes it better, I think, just by that little bit. Yeah, I agree. Um, what else did you want to talk about? We we have uh, – we were going to talk about the um, the different – not award winners, the um, – what's it called? Like the batting title in the home Right, D.J. Lamahieu. Uh, okay, uh, when was the last – I don't think this has happened in the modern era where you win the batting title in both the AL and the NL. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but – I don't think so. Yeah, I think it was like back in uh, – Oh man, like the late 1800s, early 1900s. So not the modern era of baseball. Yeah, um, not even close. No, dead ball. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, where has this ever happened? And Lamahi won back in 2016 with the Rockies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Rockies. Um, you know, he won it this year um, with the. Oh man, what's his team? The Yankees, I believe. Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yep. Yankees. The Yankees. We're all the good players going to die. Um, no, he won it this year, and you know, I think he's well deserving of it. He played excellent um and then in the nl it was one soto then runner up freddie freeman he was pretty close i believe it was only like maybe like 10.01 off of each other so you know what i'm upset about i am very upset that for the first like three weeks of the season we were talking about how blackman was he was going to hit that 400 somebody was going to hit that 400 and he was going to do nobody because he had like he had a 500 average, but then for the rest of the season he went like 220 or something like that. He did terrible for the last like I mean it wasn't like it was a super long streak anyway. He didn't. I don't think it was even a month. No, but it kills still. Them. Still, I mean, come on, that, that would have been really cool after 20 games or something. Yeah, even with the shortened season, it's like you know you're a third of the season. Like, come on, someone hit 400, make it a yeah. little entertaining. Yeah. And nobody did it. Nobody did it. Not even close. Unfortunately, it was like I think it was like 40 points off was the closest, and that you know that takes geez, I don't know. It, after 200 at bats, that's like 20 hits, you know. Yeah, so whatever. we're not math people. No, I mean, it doesn't really matter that much, right? <laughs> right? Nobody cares that much, regardless. No one had 400. We're sad about it. I think what uh, Lamahue was three, I think he had 360. Did he have 360? Okay, because one solo was 351. 
Um, and then Freddie Freeman, I think, was 340-something. And then and that was it Tim Anderson. He, uh, he was in he the was race. Up. He was in the race. I think he was like 330-something. Um, yeah. Nothing Nothing really standing out. I think the only thing that stood out was just Lamahi winning both the AL and the NL. Yeah, that that award was pretty uh, – it was pretty basic. Um, I guess it kind of puts – uh, highlights on uh, Juan Soto, although I'm, I everybody's so hot on Juan Soto. Everybody loves him. I can't say I'm huge on him. It's what? Not, I, there, I think there's two things to it. I think uh, his play is um, not basic, but it's kind of. Um, I don't think it's going to last long. I think it's going to, you know, I think it's going to die out pretty fast because he doesn't feel like one of those guys that can. Obviously, this is just a feel. This is not. This is not, you know, reality, but he feels like he's not going to last uh, this strong. You know, he's going to get a contract and then he's going to, you know, bomb or something like that. And then his attitude. I'm not huge on his attitude. He um, he may, like, to me, he just looks like a really cocky guy who is super, you know, full of himself. And I'm not in into that when it I comes agree. to baseball. I'm more, not modest. I don't need modest. But, you know, excited for the game. Have fun. Don't be an ass, you know? Yeah. It, he just kind of feels like that. Yeah, no, he definitely gives off that type of vibe. Um, he's going to be good. Longevity, I don't know how it stands. When you play that type of game, um, it gets boring. Uh, you know, Juan Soto, I think it's just kind of his name. His name is kind of, it just sticks out. Like, Ronald Acuna, I'm a big Acuna fan. I love his game. I love his emotion towards yeah, it. Yeah. He is going to be good. Um, Juan Soto, though, I do like him. Uh, but again, the attitude, you know, not a huge fan of, um, I like, like you said, emotion, that's all part of the game. That's See, what like, makes baseball yeah, fun. Like Tatis and Acuna, they both like, they're around the same age and, you know, people are all loving the three of them. They're in each, uh, they're, well, no, actually the two of them are in the NL East, but, right. but they all are exciting to watch. Juan Soto just has a different attitude compared to them. Like they have fun. They, you know, they're all happy go lucky and they're fun. You know, they they're just happy to be there. Yeah. And they're just soaking it in. Honestly, like any young player should. Like for any young player that's getting into the league with that caliber, you know, I think Juan Soto is just looking for a paycheck and then dipping. Like, yeah, if uh, it, does, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel right. I don't know. Obviously, this is just a weird intuition. It could be completely wrong. He could actually be like one of the nicest guys or something. Obviously, nobody's ever really read anything into it, but I don't know. Anyway, it's all vibe. Yeah, it's all um, vibe. Angels firing Billy Epler. Good choice. I think it was, you know they they was it six losing seasons or something, not making the playoffs. Yeah, something like I think it was since 2014 or something. Yeah, like that. Sucks, yeah. Oh, it's upsetting, man. You, you know, you have a team with you. Got, you actually have talent. Um, Not but, enough, I might say. But no, you do have talent. your key players. And so what I'm saying is that you have your talent, right? Yeah. You need to build around it. You oh, can't yeah. rely on Upton to carry your team. You know, you got to get – having a player like Pujols is to putting players on so he can hit a ball deep and cash yeah. in runs. Yeah. You know, even if you just skies one to left, you know, like tagging Sacrifice up at line. third. Yeah, like you're not moving anybody. You can't get anyone on base. I found that Simmons, um, he did contribute to that. He did get on base. Uh, Upton, you know, he was decent, but you gotta have surrounding players. Yeah, you can't you can't carry a team through like two players. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, yeah, you got you got Trout and Rendon. They're two fantastic players. I think Rendon had a bit of an off season. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure he had a bit of an off season. Trout was playing good this year. Yeah, he had a he had a good back half. Um. I thought it was his front half was a little better after he had. Know. It was after he had his uh, his kid. He, right. He went into dad mode, which was 
Oh my gosh, that was like the best week of baseball. It was fantastic. <laughs> and then he, not that he trailed off, but he got uh, not not worse. Um, you want to open the door? Sure. We have a little dog, and he likes to roam free a little bit too much. Okay. <laughs> Back He's to gone now. Yes. Um, uh, what was it? What was I saying? Trout. Oh, yeah. So, Trout. And then he, I think it was that week he was super strong. And then he had another like two weeks where he looked like he was like the MVP winner. And then he kind of trailed off a little bit. And then, so now obviously I don't think he's going to be in the MVP. I don't think they're trailing off though. Okay. For the MVP, yes, trailing off. Like, once again, if you trail off a little bit, that that's any player. No one player is perfect the whole way through. Exactly. Overall, I think Mike Trout had a good season. Nothing great. But definitely a solid season. You know, oh, yeah, he definitely sure. contributed to their team quite well. Um, like we said, though, like you need to have players surrounding like Pujols, Upton, well, obviously Trout because he's amazing. But yeah. like you can't have those through like one, two, three, and then not have anyone else to the rest yeah. of the order. And then he, I think a big thing that they need to do, and this is going to be the struggle for them, is they need uh, they need maybe one or two more years to finish rebuilding, just because they need to get rid of contracts like. You know, Pujols is finishing. They need to get Upton gone. Um, and I think their contracts are ending in like a year each or less. I can't remember. Um, and they're a lot of money. They're a lot of money. Yeah. They need, you know, they need pitching. You know, Heaney isn't enough. Uh, Bundy had a fantastic year. He was like the AL Cy Young. Uh, he was, I thought he was the winner up until Bieber decided to destroy the world. Um, yeah. He was definitely like for me. He was my front runner. Um, yeah, but then he kind of trailed. Not that he trailed off. Just Bieber went. You know, he went ham. He, he literally did. Um, except for the postseason, I found it was a little disappointing. Yeah, that was very disappointing. I, I'm I'm upset about that too. But um, and then for the pitching, all the pitching um, bests, he won the triple crown, which was impressive. Although. Um, I got to say, I feel like the Triple Crown should be changed a little bit because I feel like wins isn't really a good one to Wins use. isn't dictated just by you, though. It's yeah. all your team surrounding yeah, you. Yeah, it's kind of um, kind you, of. You could pitch a one-run game, and you only, you're literally just one, and still lose. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very dependent. I don't know. I don't like the wins aspect to it either. No, because like, I like the RA idea. Yep. Like that. I, even though it's not the most, again, it's not the most um, indicative stat. Well, yeah, because it's so dependent on your fielding too. You know, like yeah. air costs. Like you saw the Jays, it was a Bichette let one through, and they hit a like what grand slam. A, yeah, grand slam. You had four runs, and it was a two out, and that's not reflected on the pitcher. No, uh, luckily the those were good runs. Yeah, they, he only ended up earning, I think, three of those seven runs. But still, though, like it's, it's stuff like that where it's like not. Comp- dictated by you like yeah your pitching stats should be by you you know and then the, the third one i think is which is strikeouts he yeah did, so he, that, that's all you the and the catchers strikeouts. and you know what he was it wasn't hard to tell that he was going to win that one yeah i mean um and then in the nl it was kind of impressive because there was like a three-way race it was bauer Degrom and darvish this is something i gotta ask you now because now that the season's done <laughs> who do you think is going to win the cy young okay well i can't say you darvish anymore <laughs> now, why is that? Well, because he's not as good as I thought he would be. <laughs> you know, oh, man. I'm feeling Bauer, personally. I, yeah. He, he has – he had the best ERA. Only because DeGrom, like, he's still great. I think Bauer, you know, we can we still continue to see him shine. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, 
obviously it doesn't count, but look at his postseason run. Like I think postseason does definitely influence the. Uh, yeah, I I could get how it definitely influences, but I, I think one thing if they want to take that out of it is they need to vote for it as the season ends. Like yeah. on the last day or something like I'm that. I'm saying that like influence when you go to like judge it and whatever. Oh um, yeah, for sure. It definitely leaves a little mark on you. Yeah. And that's know. why, you know, it feels kind of weird choosing, say, Bieber, even though he definitely was the best during the year. Yeah, that, that's why it feels wrong almost to pick Bieber after yeah. that performance. But you, but I mean, but he was definitely the best you, in the yeah, AL. You still pick him, right? Yeah. It, him. It's just a weird kind of like Mark Elias. Yeah, for sure. Um he, I'd probably go Bauer too though. I yeah, agree. I I DeGrom, I don't think, deserved it. Uh, like, he was in contention until his last start, and then that was a garbage start. Well, not garbage. Okay, he let two home runs, but those were big home but runs for that's, him. For a shortened season, that is considered garbage. <laughs> yeah, that is that is pretty garbage. Especially so. in this close race, you cannot be giving that. Like, no. Maybe one home run is justified. Even that, that's almost outrageous to say. You can only let up one home run. Like, yeah. that, that's crazy. But, like, yeah, it's crazy. such a close race, you know, it has to. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think um, – I think it's between Darvish and Bauer. Definitely, it's it's only them. They had there were other people that had they not gotten say injured or if they had some other strengths coming in, um, then they definitely would have won. For example, Max Fried, he was fantastic for the Braves for uh, all the time that he pitched, but he got injured. Denelson Lamet, he was fantastic, got injured. You know, the, there was a bunch of great pitchers in the NL this year. Even Kershaw, like you know, he's. We act as if he's so old, but he's not. He's, really. he's like what, 32, 33 or something? He, you know, he's younger than like Scherzer, and we still think he's uh, like Scherzer. Scherzer is amazing. <laughs> he, he had a bad year this year, which yeah. is crazy. Once again, consistency. But you know, once again, going back to Kershaw, like you have, you look at him and you judge him by you know his postseason, which you know justifiable. But like Scherzer didn't have a good year. No, you know no. he wouldn't. He went back to back. Oh man, there's some award he was doing he, well. He had, he had a couple Cy Youngs in a row. He yeah 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 the Cy, he had a couple strikeout. back to back Cy, uh, Cy Youngs and some strikeout titles. But um, Scherzer is excellent. You know, like one year I don't think justifies. You know, if he's having a if next year, he also has a bad year. Then we start to talk about it. I yeah. don't I don't think anything anyone should really be judged too heavily on the shortened season, considering yeah. most of these players only get like maybe six seven starts. Um, I think the playoffs for a lot of players are oh, really yeah, going to sure. tell. Um, you know, if playoff Kershaw is back, then man, we're we're in for an exciting playoffs. That's going to be fun to watch. I'm um, I'm really looking forward to the rest of this postseason. I don't know. I can't really decide who I think. Like, say whatever teams win, unless it's one of those teams where you like say the Marlins or the Astros. Those are the two teams that I think are like you got your top six, and then those are just like a small the slip ends. Yeah, a little, eh, yeah, sure. Uh, or maybe maybe they just they were good. Yeah, I got the Astros stuff. in four, so yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's fair. that's fair, that's fair. But um, I don't think um, it'll be easy for for anybody to decide who's going to win the next ones because, like, you know, you look at the Rays and Yankees. We already had a hard enough time with that one, oh. and say the A's win and it's A's versus Yankees or A's versus Rays. That's going to be so difficult to decide, yeah. and then it's Braves versus Potter. Like, if the Braves win, right? Which I feel like is a when they win, but we won't. We I don't won't, think Miami is gonna. We won't. Over. We won't assume until it happens. But um, you know, say it was the Braves versus next round is gonna be horrible, and then it's Braves <laughs> versus Padres or Dodgers, which is upsetting because I feel like the two best teams. It should have been the Braves versus Padres, or not Braves versus Padres, Dodgers versus Padres in the the final game before the World Series. But 
you know, whatever team faces the Braves, it's still going to be, you know, incredibly hard to decide because yep. they're all incredible teams. Um, final thing to talk about before before we uh, we head out. What uh, what do you think of the idea of at least in Texas they're having fans eleven thousand five hundred uh, fans per game? Wow. Okay. So I don't know the Corona number of cases in Texas, but I know as a general number in the states, it is not good. They, you know, in, in comparison to you know us Canada, where I think everyone is going through a second wave right now. Um, eleven thousand fans. How many fans does um, the Rangers or like in Texas hold? I'm going to guess maybe around 50,000. Here, let's let's use good old Siri. There you go. How many fans does the Globe Life Field hold? If Siri works. And it just takes us right to the internet. But anyways, um, man, it, it, I want to see fans come back. You know, I was watching a college football game last night. It was uh, uh, Alabama and uh, – oh, man, who were they playing? I can't remember. They're just blowing them out, though. Um, and there was fans there. It was like, oh, man, this feels normal again. I love it. Um, you know, I, Here I, you missed, go. I got You got the numbers? I got it. I got okay. it. 40,300, which means that they're so going quarter. About, about quarter capacity. Okay, so man, I don't know the regulations behind it. Are they spreading out? Like, masks are definitely not mandatory. There's no, no. way, um, especially in the States. Um, you know, I – I love to see fans coming back. I miss it so much. Um, but I don't think it's the time. No, not uh, – okay. The winter is flu season. Uh, by all means, I'm not a doctor. But the winter is flu season. So you're going to have, like, the spread of cases anyways. The germs are going around. Oh, yeah, for sure. People are being sick. It's not the time to start. If you're going to start bringing fans in, do it in the spring where you're starting up baseball again. You know, maybe for, like – Season opener next year is when you start bringing fans back. Yeah, uh, I think that would be a better tone to start the season. Even it'd be a more optimistic. Um, not to mention with other sports um, starting in the beginning of next year, uh, I think that's when you should bring it in, especially when flu season dies off. By all means, I'm not an expert on you know <laughs> the illnesses and stuff, but I think everyone can conclude that well. Sickness does happen in the winter. It's called flu season for a reason. And yeah. I know Texas, they're not necessarily cold, but it's still, you know, you got, you, it's colder. And in the north, you're still going to have sickness. Sickness doesn't stay there. It spreads. And you got people all in one country. It's going to spread to Texas regardless. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think they should wait until spring. Yeah, I, I agree. I am I actually don't really have to say anything because, you know what, I agree with all that. that that's, <laughs> that's basically what I feel about it, too. I don't see – I don't see um, – any need for them to bring fans now. I miss uh, it, but I mean, there's a time and a place. Um, I, I want to be able to go back to games soon. And if it yeah. means we hold off, you know, I've been saying it all year, you know, it means we hold off, you know, a bit longer. All right. You know, I don't have a problem wearing a mask, you know, going into a workplace or whatever. That doesn't bother me because if it means that, you know, we're going to have, it's going to speed everything up then just do it. Like, you know, it's, you're not just struggling. We are too. Everyone is. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, we're going to head out. Um, if uh, you guys want to uh, add in any comments about, you know, what improvements we think we should, you know, you think we should make. Or, or questions for next week, whatever yeah, you want to know. Questions for next week. We will 100% read it, you know, and we will comment on it. We, we won't just hide, hide in the comments and then just type it to you or whatever. We'll, we'll actually address it. For sure. Um, but other than that, I mean. See you next week. Yeah, see you next week.